When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Uh, yes, you can. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. A delightful day here. Hope that you are enjoying uh, everything as much as I am. It's a football season that has just turned fabulous for me and for all fans of my team. And as I think any fan understands, when that happens, everything seems better. Like I've said this many times, when your team plays in that early window, the 1 o'clock window, or as we call it in Chicago, the noon games, when when you uh, when your team plays in that and wins, the rest of the day is just a delight. You sit back like you're a like you're a king in the Middle Ages. Bring me more football. I will have all the football that you can offer me. I will take it all, and I will just sit and watch. And I watched the Brady game yesterday, which was awful, but it was great. And I watched Seattle and Arizona. Uh, Kyler Murray. I said it earlier. He has the body language of someone who's just been told his flight is canceled. And, and, and believe me, I would know because I had that experience this weekend, too. So, anyway, all good stuff here, and we usually start the second hour today. We, the entire first hour, and you can hear it on the podcast later if you want. Also, catch up. I want to make sure you're with us on the Twitter because it's a weird time in Twitter, right? Like, Elon Musk is taking over, and so I notice people are going on, they're going off, all this kind of stuff. If, if you're not following the members of this show on Twitter, then you're missing out on stuff because we're only on two hours a day. Well, there's just not enough hours in the day. You're missing 22 hours of genius content. I'm at ESPN Greeny on Twitter, and you should be with us at all times. That said, um, we usually, so the first hour today, we went through my takes and all the rest of that. We heard from Hembo and Nuno and Bubba, and then Hembo had to take his... Had to take his punishment for what he did to the Phillies. So we had all that. And then we begin this hour with a little listen through some of the different sound bites that came out of yesterday. So the Jets win the game yesterday. But I think a lot of the conversation really should be about the Bills. Are we sure it's the Bills or the field in the AFC? I'm not trying to diminish what the Jets did yesterday. But what I am saying is, as I've watched them, I watched them against Green Bay the week before. Watch them in that Kansas City game. They look very beatable. They have some legitimate deficiencies. One of them is they don't run the ball at all except for their quarterback. Their whole running game is Josh Allen. They also got pushed around on the defensive line yesterday. Von Miller is a great pass rusher. That is a team that is built to play from in front. But when you get them in close games, they don't win. What's the number that you gave me, Hembo, this morning? They're 2-7 and seven in one-possession game since the start of last season. That's the second-worst record in the NFL during that time. Behind? And Jacksonville. Jacksonville's the only team worse, and they were the worst team in the NFL last year. And the Bills, 2-7 and seven in one-possession games, like yesterday. So I think that is meaningful. Here was Josh Allen, who, again, I think he's unbelievable. Unbelievable. And they are great. They are talented. They are deep. And I'm not in any way suggesting they're going to go away. But is a little bit of their air of invincibility gone? I think it is. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to win in this league. Um, you're playing a good team and your quarterback plays like <laughs> Made some bad decisions tonight. Really cost our team. Um, 
a lot to learn from, a lot to grow from. But that's not that's not the uh, standard we hold ourselves to. That's not the ball that we play. Um, so, a lot to look at, a lot to learn from. So, look, if you're a fan of that team, then what could, how could you love anything more than that guy taking all the responsibility on a day in which, yes, he did make some bad decisions. He was also by far the best player on their team. Stefan Diggs early in that game looked like he was going to take the Jets apart, and then the Jets took him out of the game. Allen... Look, I mean, he scored their two touchdowns yesterday. One of them was on like a 40-something yard run. Um, and he threw the two picks. And he throws the ball at the end. And he, the Jets were all over him. I mean, the bottom line is, if you can rush a quarterback with four and get consistent pressure, I don't care if your quarterback is Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady or Joe Montana or Johnny Unitas or anybody, that's going to be tough. And the Jets are a team that is uniquely capable of doing that so I still think Buffalo is the best team in the AFC but I no longer I didn't I have not from the last couple of weeks emerged feeling like it's Buffalo and the field no I mean the with Buffalo it's not how good we know how good it's how often and they're not at their best nearly as much as a team that good should be and we're starting to see some cracks on that roster in the fourth quarter yesterday Greeny the Jets outrushed them 78 to 12 Yesterday, rushing four, the Jets had 14 pressures and five sacks. And Josh Allen is not by any means beyond reproach. He's thrown 23 interceptions since the start of last season. Matthew Stafford is the only quarterback with more. I love the kid as much as you love the kid. But I'm not quite sure we should be ready to anoint them quite yet. Yeah, I think that's right. So we'll see. Is is there some cause for concern amongst the hashtag Bills Mafia? Perhaps there is. Uh, Let's move it forward here. Let let me play a couple of other quarterbacks for you here. Let's hear from Justin Fields. We we opened uh, the takes today talking about the meteoric transformation. Like, how recently was it that we asked the question aloud, are the Bears ruining Justin Fields? It wasn't that long ago. Feels like a lifetime. But it probably, in reality, was about five weeks ago. And from then till now, he's like on a rocket ship to the moon. And he looks so different and so much better. And sometimes with young quarterbacks, a light goes on. And I give the coaching credit and everything else, and primarily to the player, but it looks like the light has gone on. And with a, with a, a, a well-below-average cast of characters around him, he suddenly looks outstanding. Uh, where, where do I have my Justin Fields sound bites up here? Do I have it? Uh, did I lose that? I got Rodgers. I don't see Fields up here. Oh, there it is. Sorry. Here's Justin Fields yesterday. I think I'm just growing and getting better each and every week. And, you know, uh, my main goal right now is just to, you know, continue to do that, you know. Uh, continue to uh, trend up and each and every day I practice just you know keep getting better and better and better and you know uh, I mean that's that's really all you can do now there's another one right I mean just coached up to say exactly the right thing which is nothing that's Justin Fields just spending 15 seconds telling you absolutely nothing he ran for 178 yards yesterday he ran for more yards than any quarterback has ever run for in any regular season NFL game and threw three touchdowns and got screwed on a pass interference oh by Nuno should that have been pass interference on the play against? You see it against Chase Claypool yesterday. Should that have been pass interference? Based upon what they normally call and some of the other garbage calls that they make, yes, it should have been pass 100%. interference. Hundred percent. Everyone in Chicago is furious. I mean, absolutely furious because he, the kid, deserved to win that game. What a game that was, by the way. Tua, awesome. Tyreek Waddle. The Dolphins are really something else. The question I, I have on the Dolphins is: You're in Orchard Park, New York, or Kansas City, Missouri on January 24th. 
and the wind is blowing 40 miles an hour consistently, and it's 18 degrees. Can they run that offense? Like those fast guys suddenly not so fast and like it feels to me like you need to be able to be physical and I just don't know if that team can do it. Yeah, I mean their success is largely built upon the downfield passing game. I mean Tua has been incredible this year stretching the ball down the field with Waddle and with Hill. But that'll be the first time in Tua's life that he feels temperature like that, that he feels wind like that. That's that, right. I mean they've built their team to play in Miami. That's what they've done. Right. And the, the, the well look, it's not inconceivable by the way that the playoffs could go through Miami because they have three losses, the Bills have two. The Dolphins did beat them mm-hmm. earlier this year. So as we hand the one seed to Buffalo, as we just said a moment ago, don't get ahead of yourself. It might not necessarily go that way. Let me play you one more. This is Aaron Rodgers after the worst game I've ever seen him play. Yeah, it's some throws for sure. Um, yeah, the kid made a nice one down the middle, but the other two, you know, I probably should have just checked out of that play and, Hand the ball off or adjusted the route in the first one. And then, uh, yeah, I just was a little off balance and threw a bad one to Dave in the back. Yeah, I mean, it, it, was it Dave? It was, it, was, it was Bakhtiari. Oh, David Bakhtiari. Yeah, it was Bakhtiari. Was like, they're wide open, like on a tackle eligible, that he's going to, he's standing all by himself in the end zone. And Rodgers throws it five yards short of him from five yards away. And it's picked off by Aiden Hutchinson. That's the worst game I've ever seen Aaron Rodgers play. And that team is totally done. We need a large fork, and we will just stick it in them. And the question is, is it over for the Favre-Rogers era? Like, this era is one era. Because there was no pause, there was no uh, downtime between Favre and Rogers. it really feels like the Packers are still playing in an era that began in, like, 1992. Is it really over for them right now? That's the question. I, I don't think so, but I, the Packers might be in position to draft a quarterback high in the first round. Greeny, by opponent record, they have the toughest remaining schedule in the entire league. Like, there's a, a world in which the Packers wind up with, like, four or five wins and wind up with a pick so high that they can actually, actually this time, draft Aaron Rodgers' successor. Well, what about Jordan Love? Like, have you decided? Have they decided he's not that? I haven't decided anything, but based on everything that we've seen from Jordan Love, he ain't any good. And well, based on everything we hear... I don't know that that's true. Look... You're suggesting because he can never get on the field? Aaron Rodgers was playing MVP-level football the last two seasons. I'm suggesting just from all the time we've seen him play in the preseason and all the stuff that you hear coming out of there, I don't have any reason to believe that he's any good. Well, then then that whole thing is going to wind up being one of the really huge botchings, if that's a word, mismanagement that we've seen in the NFL in a long time. All right, on the way still, Nuno's note. Your calls, and we're going to have to say the ugliest word in sports. Coming up. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. 
Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, Greeny, with you here. Your chance to jump in here is coming up shortly. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm going to give you the number in about eight or nine minutes. Uh, and that'll be your cue to give me a call here, and we'll do your hot takes as we do every Monday here on ESPN Radio. But right now, time for Nuno's Notes. Now, what's going on, Nuno? Not much, Greeny. Nuno is a unique personality. There's just that je ne sais quoi. He puts notes on all of the games into the Google Doc for me. I'm definitely a survivor. And I like it. I just enjoy it. Nuno's Notes. Uh, I, sure. Oh, oh, my God. God. I did it again. I come on. I, I thought I'd let it go. Unthinkable. Why do you, why do you have a, a sentence after the, the, the voicer? Don't blame us. No, that's Stop a terrible. That's us. terrible. That is a terrible open. By you. A terrible, terrible job by you. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. That's not in the execution. That's in the coaching. I'm telling you right now, that one is in the coaching. I had no chance whatsoever out here. And the same can be said as we begin Nuno's Notes. For Sam Ellinger. So you're thinking to yourself, Greeny, you're going to start the notes with the Colts who were taken apart by the Patriots? Yes, I am. And I'm going to tell you why. Because the ugliest word in sports is rearing its head. The Falcons, no, wrong, sorry. The Falcons used to have Matt Ryan. The Colts got Matt Ryan. He was not playing well. He was not the worst quarterback in history, but he was most certainly not playing well. They decided to bench him and then suggested he was too hurt to play. Who am I to say it's not true, but I have a lot of people who do not believe it's true. And they decided to play Sam Ellinger, who, because I did the draft when he came out, I know everything about him, and I don't think anyone was sitting there thinking Sam Ellinger is about to become the next Aaron Rodgers. And as you watch them, it's impossible to watch them play. And so the word tanking, is being thrown around around the Indianapolis Colts. And if you think about it, this is a year in which there will be a lot of quarterbacks at the top of the draft. The Colts have tried to put Band-Aids on a broken arm ever since the minute Andrew Luck retired. Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan. The time has come, and maybe in their minds, to go out and draft somebody. Now, I can't sit here and tell you that they are tanking. But I can tell you that you see and hear that word all over the place in connection to them. The last time this conversation came up in the NFL, it was Miami. And while the NFL conducted an investigation and did not find any evidence that this was true, we did subsequently find out the head coach of the Dolphins at the time certainly thought he was supposed to be tanking to the point that he thought the owner was offering him $100,000 a game for everyone he lost. So wherever the miscommunication between ownership and the coaching was then, it certainly was the coach's opinion 
that they didn't want him to win. And that team kept fighting and they won some games and everyone said, ah, see, you, you feel stupid for having said they were tanking. I, I didn't feel so stupid after I heard what Brian Flores said to me on the set of Get Up about what the owner wanted him to have. That's going to be a he said, he said until the end of time. You'll believe whatever side of it you want. But at this moment, I can just say there are a lot of people because Nuno's first note to me is the Colts benched Matt Ryan for this. The answer is yes, they did. And maybe that was intentional. I hate to say it. And again, please do not come away from this saying, Greeny says the Colts are tanking. I don't know anything about it. But I can tell you, a lot of people whose opinions I value genuinely think that. Nuno, what do you think of that? I mean, I know they've made this clear that all these decisions are coming from Ursay, right? So it just it's their way of being like, hey, get this done. We need to figure out our QB situation. And the question on top of this will ask, will ask if you get a high draft pick, are you keeping Frank right? And if not, what's his value outside of that when it, when jobs open up during the uh, during the offseason? Like, are, are teams going to run to bring in Frank Wright as their new head coach? So the answer to that is we all know guys like him tend to get a second chance. Whether it comes immediately or not, I don't know. But he... The former quarterback had a couple of good years. It falls apart on him late. A lot of a lot of very justifiable reasons why it didn't work. Carson Wentz, this, that, and the other. Like guys like him get recycled. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but that person always gets a second chance. So do I think? Let's see how the rest of the season goes. Do I think Frank Reich will be a, an NFL head coach again after this? I'd give it better than a 50-50 shot. I mean, Reich is highly regarded, but as it relates to this team and the possibility that they might be tanking, if there's any organization that knows the value of having a franchise quarterback, it's those guys. Because Peyton Manning handed the baton to Andrew Luck, who, should, who they thought should still be their guy right now. So it would not stun me at all if this was now part of the plan. This whole thing is their penance, the organization's penance, for letting Luck become a pinata back there. And he literally got the football beat out of him because their offensive line was so bad and their previous general manager just did an unimaginably bad job. And then the new one came in and did a really good job, put together a really good team, but just never, they never were able to get the quarterback thing right. So I'm not, look, I hate tanking more than I hate anything in sports. But you understand the biggest problem with it is because it makes sense. It works. This is not a championship team as currently constructed. So the best thing they can do is try and get C.J. Stroud or one of these guys who might be able to become the next Peyton Manning or the next Andrew Luck. All right, we continue with Nuno's notes. I like this one from Dolphins Bears. While he won't win MVP, do we need to start talking about Tua as a serious candidate? I I have this right, right? They have not lost a game he played. That's right. Right? I mean, he, he started the game against Cincinnati but got knocked out. So you can't say he's won every start, but he has won every game that he finished, right? That's right. So, and the numbers are ridiculous, right? Where, 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 where is his QBR amongst the quarterbacks in the league? He leads the NFL in QBR, and he is far and away the most accurate thrower of the football, 15, 20, 25 yards down the field, which was the one thing we didn't know for sure about him. Did he have the arm strength? Well, as it turns out, he has the arm strength. Now, he has an Olympic track team to throw the ball to. Right now, where is he in the MVP conversations? If we're going to sit here, if you had to vote for the MVP, Nuno, if you had to vote for the MVP right this minute, who would get your vote? Probably Jalen Hurts. Probably Jalen Hurts. 
Hembo, would you also say Jalen Hurts? I would vote for Jalen Hurts. Right now, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Hurts are the three top guys uh, on the odds leaderboard, and no one else is even all that close. Those are the top three, and they're all very much bunched together. I was thinking about Mahomes. Like, I, Mahomes threw the ball 60-something times last night. Uh, you know, he's lost Tyreek Hill. Look at Aaron without Devontae, yeah. and look at Mahomes without Tyreek Hill. I mean, Hurts has more help. He has a ton of help. Um, he's been phenomenal. And it's unexpected, so I kind of there's a there's a narrative there that might lend itself to an MVP vote. I think right this minute I would vote for Mahomes one, a combination of Quinn and Williams, Garrett Wilson, Brees <laughs> Hall, and Sauce Gardner two, and then everybody else three. Uh, Packers one more. Did you see? We've lost Lil Wayne. The Packers have lost Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, known as the biggest Packer fan there is. I've had him uh, back in the old days. I had him on Mike and Mike talking Packers with us. He tweeted yesterday, RIP to the season. We should have gotten rid of 12 before the season. That is a super high pro. How many followers does he have? Can I click on that? Let me, how, how, many, how many followers does he have? I, I mean, I, I can't fathom how many Twitter followers. He has followers. 35 million Twitter Whoa. followers. He has 35 million Twitter followers, and he tweeted to, oh, yeah, 30, here it is, 35.1, and he tweeted to all of them yesterday, we should have gotten rid of 12 before the season. That tweet has 56,000 likes. So Lil Wayne has come out against Aaron Rodgers. That's not something I saw coming. I'll tell you what. I think yesterday, for, for the first time, many of us, including Lil Wayne, seem to think that Aaron Rodgers is part of the problem. Like For the longest time, it's been e- easy to say they haven't drafted receivers. They haven't put enough around him. The defense is underperforming. I, I watched Aaron Rodgers like under throw like three touchdowns yesterday. Oh, yeah. Maybe he's hurt. I don't know. But what I do know is that Aaron Rodgers is taking a massive step back in addition to his roster doing so, and that's going to wind up, wind up with like five or six wins this year. Our phone number is 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Time for your hot takes. We're serving up hot. The hotter, the better. You jump on here. You tell us what you think as we roll along. It's a Monday on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, 
visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. All right, Greeny with you here. We'll get to the calls in just a couple of minutes. We also have two pieces of breaking news just coming in here. One of them is a very big deal, and that is that Frank Reich has been fired. We were literally just talking during Nuno's notes about Frank Reich and his somewhat tenuous circumstance in Indianapolis. And then what felt like a minute later, Shafty tweeted that Frank Reich has been fired as coach of the Colts. I haven't seen yet. I was following some of the stuff on Twitter. Who's going to be the interim coach in his stead? If you see that, someone just say it on the air. Um, I can tell you that I guess it's ironic. Maybe it's merely coincidental, but they play the Raiders this week who are coached by Josh McDaniels. And if we think back, McDaniels is the guy that the Colts wanted to hire. You might recall they actually hired McDaniels out of New England. He was headed there for a press conference. He backs out last minute. They give the job to Reich. And then Reich did a really good job. Like for a couple of years there, I think people thought, oh, what, what, they really wound up getting this thing right and everything else. And now it's fallen apart around him to the point that Reich has been fired. And McDaniels... It's only year one. I mean, how far behind him might he be? Josh McDaniel's team has lost three games this season in which they had a 17-point lead. The entire rest of the NFL has lost two. So that's pretty bad. So I don't think they'll fire McDaniels after one year. I think it's got to start getting better. But you heard Devontae Adams getting mad yesterday. Anyway, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Reich fired Colts. We talked about tanking. It's a mess in Indianapolis. I mean, they have the worst offense in the NFL. They average fewer than 15 points a game. Historically bad kind of offensive production. I suppose, if they're already looking to the future, that firing Frank Reich makes some sense. And I suppose you could also say that uh, Jim Irsay, who will obviously make this decision as far as who their next, uh, next head coach is, might be looking to make a splash, might be looking for a slam dunk. And you wonder if he's willing to look at Sean Payton in the eye and say, we'll give you more control than I would otherwise be willing to give a head coach. Look, this is a guy who, in Frank Reich, had a contract through 2026. Like, they're paying a lot of buyout money here. And so I think you'd have to imagine that Sean Payton's going to be high on that man's list. All right, let's think that through. If you're Sean and you have a variety of options, so what do we already know is available? Carolina, and Carolina's going to have a high pick. So let's say you're Sean and you fall in love with C.J. Stroud. I'm just making names up here, but I believe C.J. Stroud is going to be the first pick in this draft. So if you decide you want to coach a young quarterback, then Carolina might be the place for you, Indianapolis. What I think if I'm Sean, 
I'm more interested in is, is there a place where there is a quarterback who knows what he's doing already that winds up making a change Mm. and I step in there? Now, again, usually if you have a quarterback playing well, you're not firing the coach. Would I be completely crazy if I said, well, no, there's no way. He's not going to Green Bay, right? I mean, like, if they decided to fire LaFleur, which would be very hard to do after winning 39 games in his first three years. Would you rather coach the Colts next year or the Cardinals next year? I would rather coach the Colts. Me too. Because I don't know who their quarterback is going to be. And I said it earlier, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a, having watched every snap of that game yesterday, I, I am decreasingly a fan of Kyler Murray. I, I, don't, I don't like what I'm seeing there at all. The, the, again, I... I was trying to think of something funny to say. So, I, I mean, I, I get it. This is, I mean, it kind of is a joke, but not entirely as a joke that in his own way, it's, it's almost like Kyler Murray is, um, it, it, he looks, he's got the body language of a person who just got told that his flight's been canceled. By the way, Bubba, are we, are you going to give me a count here or what are we doing here? Is this, are we back here? We we don't do that, and we're just this. This is the segment. Well, when did that start? <laughs> Today. So this is the first time that we're doing that. No one told me that, and so I'm sitting here stalling, thinking that I've got a three minute fill here. So, <laughs> really? Nuno is screening calls. So I'm let not, the record show. Oh yeah, we're, this is just the, the segment. This, this one is not, unquestionably not on me. It's off the Google Doc, by the way. It's not on the Doc. It's, it's not on me. I'll it's tell not you on the much. Doc anymore. Why is it not on you, Bubba? You're the one who gives me counts. There's nothing to count. And you wouldn't say to me, Greeny, we don't do this segment anymore. You're just back to the think, rest of the country. I'm sitting here stalling like an idiot. I, I, I thought when we were I said we'll get to your me. calls in a couple of minutes. I thought we were talking about Frank Reich. That's and C.J. Stroud and uh, the listen, boys. guys. It, unlike Kemble, who you know should be blaming himself for everything bad that's happened in Philly. Yes. By the way, the Union lost in MLS finals, so yes. the blue. Uh, I'll take the blame for this. Okay. I should have reminded everyone that we don't do this. What do you mean, reminded? No, I never knew in the first yes, place. Yes, you did. I no, told he, you. He no. definitely told you. Told you told me yeah. it was going to. We were going to. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to move on because the audience has no idea what we're talking about. This, what we're talking about is a segment we used to do that you didn't hear that we don't do anymore. <laughs> that's, that's essentially what I'm telling you is that I didn't think you were listening to me as I was talking. I thought I was, for all intents and purposes, just talking to myself. Now I'll get to the important stuff. So Frank Reich has been fired. That's a big deal. Also, Xavier McKinney. Nuno, I need a quick take from you on this. Xavier McKinney, who was a very important player on the New York Giants, who is a, a, a safety and he's, he's a, I think he's a captain. He's a good part. He's a, an important part of that defense, right? He posted a little while ago, during our bye week, I went away to Cabo. While there, I joined a group for a guided sightseeing tour on ATVs. Unfortunately, I had an accident and injured my hand. The injury will keep me sidelined for a few weeks. I will do everything I can to get back as quickly as possible so I can contribute to what we're building here in New York. Uh, that is, Nuno, that is brutal. That hurts. The, the way he was playing along with Julian Love, they, they had something there. Uh, he's a captain he's their play caller um so this one is going to hurt and especially when you don't have a lot of talent guys like xavier mckinney you cannot lose okay yeah that's a bad loss remind me who they have this week they 
have the Texans this week before uh, they play the Lions next week. So, Ooh. I mean, that's back-to-back highly winnable games. Let's see what they're able to do offensively. That Lions defense may have improved dramatically. They just shut down Aaron Rodgers and the Packers and held them to nine. Either way, two interesting stories again. Frank Reich out in Indianapolis. We'll continue to talk about it now that we know that you're with us. Right now, it's time to be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. The number is 888-SAY-ESPN. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. That ain't college football season without the delicious taste of a nice cold Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. Bubba, who's first? Uh, we're going to start with Nikki in Indiana. Nikki, you're on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Nikki, what's your hot take? Well, I was typing a, a big, long tweet to you guys telling you that I agreed with Nuno, sadly, as a cult season ticket holder. We have definitely had way more lows than highs this season. Um, my suggestion was to let Frank go, even though I didn't want to see anyone lose their job, elevate Gus Bradley, go after Sean Payton in the offseason, and hire Lewis Riddick as our GM. I love every part of that. Now, the GM, and, and I, I'm not, look, Nikki, you're living in it day in, day out, and thank you for the hot take. The fans are much closer to the situation than I am. It has been my perception that GM has generally done a very good job there. Right, drafted very well on both lines of scrimmage, drafted the really good linebacker, drafted the unbelievable offensive guard, drafted Jonathan Taylor, had a ton of money to spend. I feel like the GM has done a good job. So I don't know if he's going to get fired. They just haven't gotten the quarterback right. And I think that the Carson Wentz debacle really goes on Reich. I mean, right now, they would be dying to have Carson Wentz. I mean, he'd be far and away the best quarterback they've had. <laughs> yeah, no. And again, if, if you're just joining us, like, the word tanking is coming up around them. I want to make it clear. I don't have any inside information or any – I'm not sitting here telling you I think that's what's going on. What I am telling you is people whose opinions I value do. And that's a pretty bad place to be. So we'll see. Nikki, thank you for the call. Bubba, who's next? Let's go to Hector. Hector, you're on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Hector, give me a hot take. Mr. Greeny, I'm not sure if this is more a hot take than it is a question. I'm like you. I'm born and raised in the Bronx. I have absolutely, positively no use for the Eagles whatsoever. Okay. But being a Giants fan, I'm hearing a lot, well, even if the Giants beat them, Philly hasn't played anybody yet. Is Philly good, or are we just going to have to take that if we happen to beat them? We have a couple of winnable games coming up. You know, are we better than Philly if we beat them, or is Philly just overrated no no philly is not overrated the, the eagles and, and here i i would call i would draw your attention to the bills the last couple of weeks like being great every single week is hard to do the eagles if if they were a college team we'd be saying well their strength of schedule isn't that high but the difference is they don't choose who they get to play they've played the teams in front of them i think they're legitimately that talented they're very good on the, both lines of scrimmage they have outstanding wide receivers, the good running back, and the quarterback has he has improved leaps and bounds in terms of accuracy, and he has the dynamic ability to kill you with his legs. So, no, this the, the Eagles are definitively good. The Eagles are better than the Giants. It's not even close. The, the Eagles, I think, the, uh, the Giants, I mean, they're doing something that's almost impossible, which is they're building and winning yeah. at the same time. So the Giants are having a great season because they're well coached and they have some good pieces and Saquon is phenomenal and Daniel Jones has a particular set of skills and the defense is good. 
but they're they are definitely not as good as the Eagles. No, they're definitely not as good as the Eagles, who haven't even trailed at any point in the second half. They've been playing football for two months. The Eagles are stacked. I think the Bills example you made is a good one. It's really easy to have an off week. The Eagles haven't even really had an off half this season. Yeah, the 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 Giants. I mean, realistically, when I think of the teams that I could see getting to the Super Bowl in the NFC, I think I would name six of them before I would get to the Giants, forgetting the records. Philly goes without saying. Dallas goes without saying. San Francisco, to me, goes without saying. I think I would pick Seattle before I would pick them. Minnesota, for sure. How about this one? Bubba, you have to bet an amount of money that matters to you. And I'm telling you, one of these two teams is going to make the Super Bowl this year. Tampa Bay or the Giants? Which one would you take? Wow. Uh, I'm going to still go with Brady there. I, I think so, too. I got I to gotta stick with Brady. I would, too. That's my point. Like, if those two teams played each other right now in a neutral field, I would pick Tampa. Yeah. Now, I, they, would, they would prove me wrong because they've been doing it all season long. They stink on ice. But I think I would still be with them. Greeny with you. Give me another hot take, Bubba. Who we have? Let's go to Zach. Zach, you're on ESPN Radio. Give me a hot take. Go. Um, I My hot take is that the league is going to be in a much better place when Aaron Rodgers isn't in it. <laughs> and it's mainly his selfishness that is maybe leading us in a wrong direction where it baffles me he doesn't see that his contract is the reason why the Packers can't go get anybody. I appreciate the call. I love the heat of the take. I couldn't disagree more. Rodgers is a guy who can drive you nuts. There's no question he can drive you nuts. But the league is definitively not going to be better without him. Aaron Rodgers is one of the most eminently watchable players in the history of the National Football League. For my money, there have been very few quarterbacks I've ever seen, this year notwithstanding, who were more of just an absolute joy to watch play. I mean, he's just so good. And frankly, Favre was the same way, in a different way. But Favre was worth the price of admission. That's the thing. If you're a Packer fan, if you're a Packer fan and you're anything, you're 40 years old or younger, 38 years old or younger, you have no recollection of a time when you didn't have the greatest show in the world on your team. Favre, is he the greatest quarterback ever? No, obviously. And the stuff that's going on with him now, he comes out of it looking like a terrible person, too. But... From a pure watchability standpoint, holy smoke. I mean, he, he, he made every game must-see TV, and Rodgers is the same. I got terrible news for you, Green Bay. That's not what life is like for the rest of us most of the time. We look forward to playing you because at least it's fun to watch. So that's what you're going to get. All right, a couple more pieces of business. Thank you for the calls today and the hot takes, as always. Time for Monday Night Football Preview, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Save on commercial auto insurance from Progressive. Get a fast quote at ProgressiveCommercial.com. We'll do the KOD pick. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. Uh, so we got Saints-Ravens tonight. What the, the game's in New Orleans. I haven't seen it yet, so let me guess. I'm guessing the Ravens are a narrow road favorite, something like two and a half. Uh, one and a half. Okay. And is there a public lean? There is not. Uh, public split on this game. So I like Baltimore in this game. I think the Ravens are going to win. I think they are the better team. I think Lamar finds a way. And thus, going back to my philosophy. If every instinct you have is wrong, then the opposite would have to be right. I have to take New Orleans and give the points. I will take the official pick as the Saints. Uh, plus the one and a half because I'm that convinced that I'm going to be wrong. I continue fading me. Speaking of which, Bubba, how did I do in the picks this weekend? 
One, one, and one. Which game pushed? Bucks Rams. Yeah, the Bucks, Bucks Rams yeah. was a push, uh-huh. and, and and one you, one. You lost the uh, the Jets Buffalo game. So I picked Buffalo. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, but my heart was actually right. My heart in my head. I said I think the Jets are going to play them tougher, and so I picked against myself. Wow. Oh, you know what? No, Embo, you should be ashamed of yourself. I'm remembering it now. I wasn't even here. I picked Buffalo because I felt the best thing I could do for the Jets was to pick against them. I picked for my team to get blown out because I supported my team. I didn't sit there tweeting how we were going to win. I didn't sit there tempting the gods with all sorts of activity that clearly goes directly contrary to what had been working. I sat in one spot by myself in my apartment yesterday on a couch needing to pee from the middle of the third quarter on and would not allow myself to do it I almost poppied myself if you know what I mean the Seinfeld fans will know exactly what I'm talking about I almost had to get a new couch is how badly I had to stop drinking water as the game went on because but I wasn't going to move because it was working you don't do that to your team that to me that's a win I consider that a win I was 2-0-1 this week all right last uh, update of the day Bubba Powerball Yep, so uh, we are now on our one, two, three. This will be our fifth drawing. No one has won yet. We started two Saturdays ago when it was $825 million. It is now up to $1.9 billion. No one has won yet, but we did win $8 on our last draw, 30 seconds. So for tonight, again, we have you, me, Nuno, Liam. That's $40 plus the $8. We've got 24 tickets going in tonight. $1.9 billion. We're going to win. Hembo's not in. That's embarrassing for him. It's going to be great. There's nothing better than lotto players who say, I risked $40. I won eight. <laughs> I got back eight. We're a winner. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up, weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcasts.